Hello and welcome to Borsetshire's annual quiz. I'm your host, Julianne Bridgerton. That is, uh, this is, of course, the quiz we've all been waiting for, where one lucky contestant has a chance to win big. Lucky yeah. contestant, tell us your name and where you're from. Hi, um, I'm, uh, I'm Ray. Um, uh, I'm from next door. Oh, and are you ready to win big in the quiz today? I hope so. Oh boy. I've All been right. preparing for this my whole life. Oh, wonderful. All right, here we go. Question number one. We'll start nice and easy. If Linda Snell was a vegetable soup, which soup would Rob wish her to be? Parsnip. Correct. A great start. All right, all right. Straight on to our next question. Is there anything left on Earth Philip Moss hasn't ruined? Um, oh shit, uh, next is Panto. Correct! Alright, moving swiftly on to question three. Which planet was colonised by Grace Archer upon her ascendancy from this mortal realm in 1955? Uh, Venus, Feminine Mystique. Correct. You're doing brilliantly, almost there to win big. What, what will you do if you win? Uh, God, um... Probably oh, listen to the just spend more time with the with the archers. Uh, archers, archers, archers. Oh, wonderful! Uh, question number. Maybe buy four some cocaine. Yeah. How much would two pints of cider and a steak and ale pie set you back at the B for Ambridge? Um, uh, f- five and three, f- f- five pound thirty. Correct. For the big prize, for the win, your final question. How are you? Uh, Fine. I'm afraid that's not true, is it? Oh, no! What a shame. You could have won... I'll tell the truth this time! One million Jezebuts! And your choice of appetizers at Grey Gables with a qualifying purchase, but I'm afraid, oh, all for uh, naught. I'm, I'm a bit under the weather. That well, was that's the all we have time for, I'm afraid. <laughs> Join us again next year for another chance to win big. Ah, oh, good lord, every year. Hello! Welcome to Ambridge to Nowhere. I am your Sherpa, Alex. Um, and I... I am the, um... Uh, thunderous avalanche burying that Sherpa, never to be found again. It's like... So many bodies out there in the cold, in the mountains. Yeah, and, uh... We're here to guide you <laughs> through this everlasting storm that is BBC Radio 4's The Archers. This is explicitly not a radio recap show. It is... Well... So much it? more. It is so much more, and yet somehow so much less. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could say that. We have been uh well i i have been on a little adventure since we last spoke uh we mentioned in the last episode that there was a an anniversary quiz episode mm-hmm. not enthusiastically first of january 2021 to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the archers a fact that i guessed uh <laughs> And yeah. uh, in order to celebrate that alongside uh, the hot babe of the village, Linda Snell, getting herself an MBE, uh, we were uh, delighted and treated to a very Assaulted with. <laughs> ambushed by, out of the bushes, a, a special anniversary quiz episode. Which um, we found out that that Ray hates quizzes with a bloody passion, 
Yeah. Uh, and I love quizzes, so I took on the mantle of uh of of expert and i i i took on this challenge i took this quiz and recorded myself uh blind reacting to it and uh that may be a bonus episode available somewhere to some to someone if anyone wants it it'll be there somewhere (laughs) in the ether um, if you go to this location at a specified time and say the code phrase to the courier who will be waiting for you, they will hand you a USB stick and that will have the recording upon it. Uh, yeah, the past 16 episodes of this show have actually been an ARG. We've we've laid all the clues in the previous episodes uh, to find it's a cipher, a code that you must crack. Uh, so yeah. please, what you have to do is re-listen to all the old episodes over and over again uh, in order to try and find that code and definitely not to bring up our ratings. No one would say PP pills as much as I did that one time unless it had some significance. And every wrong name that I've ever said was on purpose and not me yeah. being a dunce. Um, Every so, um and ah and uh, noise I made, if you play them, means slowed down really, really slow. <laughs> Beneath those is some coordinates. Uh, so I had some some concerns uh, having listened <laughs> to this to this uh, to this show. Uh, it was it was. The main thing that I have to take away oh, no. from it that I couldn't get my head around was the same thing that led me to have a fucking breakdown last episode in the the clash the clash mm-hmm. of realities. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because this this show, this this quiz was mm-hmm. hosted by uh by Kenton, not a real name Archer, and <laughs> Uh, and man thief Jolene, <laughs> and uh, it was hosted at the bull, <laughs> and and they made several references to being in the bull, and they only ever called Kenton and Jolene by those names. Yes, and they often referenced the rest of the village as if it was a real place. Uh huh. Yeah. At one point, Kenton goes to pour drinks for other people that are at the bar with them. Yes. From the bar in the bull. Yes. And the people who are on... So there are two teams. There is a, a quote, famous team, i.e. people associated with Radio 4. And then there mm-hmm. is a, yeah. an, ordinary, an ordinary people team who are assembled via Zoom. Uh huh. So there is yeah. an in-person team, s- supposedly, who are at the bull, and there is a, yeah. a virtual team. It's just beginning to feel like some kind of grand master thing from the Marvel Universe, where a bunch of people get teleported in and they fight to the death. It like, feels that's the like, anxiety honestly, you're inducing in me. Yeah, honestly, it felt to me like uh, I'd walked in on a cult meeting. Uh-huh. Because they immediately yeah. started making in jokes, and I had no idea what was going on. So, the mm-hmm. first the first person to be introduced after Kenton and Jolene is the chief announcer for Radio Four. Right. So the guy who does the like bits in between the shows. So you will uh-huh. you will have heard his voice. It's a... So. Oh wait, the guy with the really great voice? Yes. So he's one of the oh, so he's fuck. like the, the chief announcer. So he's he's on one of the teams, right? Which he he works for Radio 4. Which brings us back to our point from last time with Radio 4 never heard of it. Yeah, because he knows everything about them and here's the Here's the most insane thing. Everyone yeah. else says, oh, I started listening to the Archers Blank, which is weird because they're talking to people who live in Ambridge. Yeah. But he says, yeah. Yeah. he says, I first started eavesdropping on Ambridge. 
back when this seems deliberately designed to fuck with you back specifically. when neil i think he said when neil carter was universally renowned as young neil which i has no idea what that means but and then he said huh. and when the long eavesdrop on a sunday which is i assume the omnibus the long eavesdrop. I think a long eavesdrop is the official term for it. The for the for the crime that they can arrest you for. I think that's what they call it. A long <laughs> eavesdrop. I I. So he he. Works it actually sounds like a kind of bird too, doesn't it? A long, long eavesdrop. Eavesdrop. Um. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I just it. He works for Radio 4, and he was talking to these fictional characters in a fictional pub, and he ordered a fucking pint of fucking cider from them. Yeah. This is so much more fun on my end. Let's do this all the time. Oh. I'm having a great time right Should now. Should I start listening to the archers and you you stop? <laughs> it was Switch! Just, it was just... Okay, so... Uh, and there were special guests, so there were people mm-hmm. who had recorded, pre-recorded questions, so like other characters. So it wasn't just Kenton and, and Jolene that, that existed in this pocket dimension. Oh, <laughs> Linda Snell had been dragged into it. So for mm. the very first it's time like, in my it's life... It's like Sigil in d d It's a neutral, a neutral city at the centre <laughs> of the... The planescape. The multiverse. Um, so yeah. I, 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 for the very first time in my life, got to hear what Linda Snell sounds like. Oh. And it was so very different to what I was expecting, and yet still oh. so perfect. What were you? Well, I kind of just because it? of the the geographical location of Borsetshire, I just kind of assumed everyone had a West Country accent. Oh, well, she's not local. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that. So she's she's, she's very well spoken, and it's it's mm. lovely. Um, so, okay, the, so, so he was on one of the teams and the others were, uh, someone who hosts the, I think the Today Show or not the Today Show, some bullshit Radio 4 program. Um. Wow. I'm <laughs> burn. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. to whatever show that is. Uh, I, I can't remember. Um, and then, and then there was someone else I can't remember. And, and then on the other team. There was a man who runs an archer's blog. Mm-hmm. A some woman that I don't remember much about, and another woman who has an archer's podcast. Mm. Which begs the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we get on? We're not. Archers we don't. Program. That's how we don't. We we hope that we don't one day get taken out by the BBC sniper team. Yeah, we do um, have to. That's we the just best have to we can hope, hope that they for. never find us. Yeah. I check my I check my sixes and six sixes and sevenses all the time. You know, <laughs> sixes and sevenses. Yeah, I I look at the windows. I check for red dots. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I, I. Oh shit! I said I'd never become my grandfather. Here I am, looking for red dots of the BBC. <laughs> um, she said that it was called Shambridge, her podcast. I don't like that. Which is bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? I felt the urge to say sorry immediately. Uh, you know, go Ellen. I just, I don't, I don't know that it exists. <laughs> oh, I see. Is that what you're, is that what you're asking? I'm just confused. Oh, yeah, I found it at Shambridges on Twitter. So everyone go and bombard. No, please don't. Please don't <laughs> hurt these people. They just... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That we don't even have the we don't even have the clout to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't do do anything like that. Um, I I I um I just don't. I'm just wondering why she's called saying Shambridge. I think I need to know that. I immediately like, made a judgment that 
um, it was like making fun of the show. And I shouldn't have done that one. It was probably more like she was making fun of herself. No, I don't think it is. I think, so the description is podcasts from a village purporting to be Ambridge. What goes on when your radio I wondered if it it's was It's like that. unofficial, it's unofficial Archer's it's fanfic. fanfic, I think. I'll be back next week with my homework. Which is listening to all the episodes of Shambridge. Well, I did say I would read all of the stuff in the Archers tag as well, and I didn't do that. I never found the time to do that, and I said I would, and I feel bad, because it's not that I feel bad that I didn't do it. I feel bad that I said I would, and I didn't. Yeah, that's that's okay. So, I just... I. That that was my main my main concern was the fictionalization of real people and the realization of fictional people and the way yeah. that they clashed and it really hurt my brain. Um, I am happy to announce that I did get some questions correct. Interesting. Uh, some could be some could be ten. Some could be two. I like uh, how vague you're being. Yes, I didn't win the quiz. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't think I beat the actual contestants. Some of them were they were they were very quick to answer, so I didn't really get a chance to to kind of give my answers. But um, I'll let let's you. I'll let clear. you review. I'll let you review uh, the tapes. <laughs> let's be clear. I don't think that I would do very well. I think that you would have done better than me. Yeah, but what are we really saying there? <laughs> I don't yeah, want to guess... remind you too much, but the premise of the show is that you don't listen to the archers. It, it is true. So... I, I didn't really know. Um, I got some of the questions right purely based on... Oh man, what if I'd because... coached you beforehand? Because they weren't that much about the archers as much as they were about... I got a farming question right, if that helps. Oh. There was like I a question about... I didn't think they'd do that. Well, I no, they should, it was but kind I didn't of think they'd part... do it's so kind of like a two-part question where it was like the farm the farmlands of, of Ambridge rely heavily on three nutrients, the chemical symbols of which are the first letters of the names of and then three characters from the archers. And I just they said the names of the characters very quickly and I was able to tell them what the elements were before they get it right, because they were because they spent too much time listening to the radio and not enough time reading their periodic tables, apparently. I might hate everything you just said, but I'll come back to you on that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there, there was... Um... I haven't looked directly at a periodic table in about six years, I think. If I catch one in my eyeline, I look away. You have to look away. <laughs> you have to avert your eyes. Um... Yeah, so it was certainly uh, baffling to me. It did. It genuinely felt like I'd walked in on either a cult meeting or like a town council meeting in a la- like in a country where I don't speak the language. It's like I'd walked in. Oh, on that a village sounds like an amazing experience. On like though. a parish council, and they're all talking like Flemish or something. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll let you review the tapes, and and maybe uh, you can then kind of tell me how well I did in your estimation, and if you're proud of me. I need you to tell me that you're proud <clears throat> of me. That's the. I'm always proud of you. Well, shucks. I, so beyond... I all I ask of my friends is staying alive until the next day. That's all the pride I <laughs> that's the pride <laughs> I muster. Uh, okay, so, I consider so that beyond... an achievement. Yeah, I mean, some days it really it really do be like that. Um, <laughs> so so beyond this incredible celebration of the longevity of the archers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else has been happening now we we plunge ever deeper into the actual real world of ambridge oh no so, i've got my wires crossed i don't even know what's real anymore oh god shutter island this bitch 
Um, I was trying to make a decision as you were saying all of that. I think I'm just going to get the singular individual little bit of stuff out of the way. Uh, there's a new couple. It, they're not really a couple. Cheese they're cakes. they're in the um romantic comedy stage of uh one of us is trying to pretend that they don't have feelings, um but they clearly do. Is it cheesecakes? Uh, it's not cheesecakes. They're already a thing. This Are is they a, a thing? thing. Are they an official? Cheesecakes is an an official established thing, thing now. Is super established. Oh, that's great. I don't. Um, again, again with the you tell me a thing and then we never follow up on it, so I have no idea yeah, if it remained part yeah. of the story or not. Like I the Bea Ambridge did. from last time. I think we did follow up on cheesecakes. Well, that that may well be the case, that but that was about a year ago, probably. So <laughs> definitely. So it's actually uh, Tracy Horobin and Jazza. Two names that I know because they were both mentioned in the quiz. Yeah. And I know Jazza because he is housemates with Jim. Oh my god. Did I get that right? (gasps) Incroyable. I can't believe I did it. I... Yeah, I just... I don't really have anything to say about it other than I'm always a little bit of a hopeless romantic myself and I'm glad for anyone to find love. And I hope they transition from being awkward middle-aged fuck buddies to a couple... Um, <laughs> me too. Now you put it like that. Well, you know, I don't. I, think I don't. That they both deserve. They're both two people who deserve a sense of stability in their life. I'm not saying everyone, because I'm not making a comment about everyone. I don't think everyone has to be in some kind of complex marriage kids arrangement past I thought you were going to say I don't think everyone deserves stability <laughs> but I do think that they deserve to have a paramour that is going to stick around isn't going anywhere a paramour a what is this the Zorovich in France in, in, in Russia I told you I'm a hopeless romantic a hopeless romantic from 18th century Moscow what yeah, like most hopeless romantics, I am a seven year a seven hundred year old vampire. <laughs> and I love Rasputin. Um <laughs> Paramore, uh quarter uh, you know, um saying someone is H- your Hayley um... Williams. Uh, what's that word that, that the people woman? use that sounds really weird and horny but I I like it um, concubine uh, is it concubine <laughs> you know when there's an important person and they have a squeeze that isn't their wife or their not a mistress a, a mistress? The other one. no a, a mister a master <laughs> I'll remember in a minute. A, a bit but on the I'm side. I'm happy for them. I, I, you know, I, I'm definitely not projecting anything onto them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they be, are you, two, you would never... two people who value their independence greatly and struggle with, you know, loneliness. So, yeah. That's never happened to either of us. Um, I don't. Who I don't really. I don't know that I know who Tracy Horobin is. Horobin's a great last name. She's the one who saw that there. ghost that one time. I thought that was Linda. No, Linda didn't believe in the ghost. Does she also work at Grey Gables? Yes. Ha ha! I did it. 
I remember us talking about that, and you were saying that she was concubine. She the receptionist. I said concubine. <laughs> oh, I you did. Right. I'm sorry, uh, I didn't hear yeah. you. That's great. Yes, concubine is a great is a great word. Sounds it sounds like it could be. Sounds like porcupine. To a, it's a sexy porcupine. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. A sexy porcupine is a concubine. Um. Um. <laughs> uh, so I think well, the last time we spoke about uh, Tra- Tracy. Corbin, you we was talking about was she the receptionist at Grey Gables? Um, yes. I was trying to remember if and that's actually her role now. Um, I think she does that sometimes, but I think she does other stuff now. She used to be a uh, assistant receptionist. I don't know if that's what she's called now. Yeah, because I think the last time we talked about her, which was like uh, one of our first episodes talking about this ghost thing, yeah, is I mean a lot has happened to Linda over over these episodes, and my relationship with her has uh, has de- that sounds weird has developed, um, and I think at, at that point when you were talking about like how she'd kind of demonized Tracy and was blaming her for this mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. it sounded very classist. It and was shitty. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, I, I don't hate Linda. Uh, I think the thing about someone like Linda is she's not hypocritical about it. You know, the reason I go after someone like Brian a lot more than Linda is Brian, Brian will hold an opinion as far as he can throw it. You know, he's... Everything, everything's one way for him and one way for another. Whereas Linda yeah, holds sure. herself to an extremely high standard, which is why she judges other people by that standard. I'm not saying that's perfect, and I don't think judging people is something I'm really in for anyway. It's weird that I'm so forgiving of this. I guess it's, I guess it's an ironic little loop around as I'm not a very judgmental person, so I also don't judge people for being judgmental. <laughs> Catch twenty two of judgments. Um, yeah, no, that 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 was basically the only thing I remember about Tracy is her being judged for being poor and believing in ghosts. I was like, that's well, that's certainly a yeah. personality trait. Um, the only thing else of note about this story is um they hooked up for the first time i believe in the cricket shed which is infinitely funny um i can get i can get so much mileage out of the humor off of that um Uh, i mean there's so many great cricket jokes that could be made about about sexy times they've been doing a lot of that with them and i'm not against it but they're not doing it very well I'm like no. Um, they were doing a whole pizza conversation, and I was like, "What is this? Like a porn joke? Doing like extra? They were doing like a whole like extra sausage pizza conversation with them. What? And no. I thought, come on, guys, that's the start of you a lost horrible any... '90s porn. Yeah, what is this is 20 on? years old. The material you're doing. Yeah, it's not the archers if okay. they're not. At least twenty, 20 to years thirty behind years the behind the curve on. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was just sort of thinking of the, you know, did he bowl out? Did he, you know, uh, did he was bowl there an, out? Was there an, so was there an LBW, a leg before wicket? You know, it was, uh, <laughs> did she, did she, did she bowl a fast something, one? Something, something. Uh, um, no, she, baseball's she baseball's the one with shortstop, right? That's baseball. Does cricket have that too? Yeah, but you do get um, silly off and silly on in cricket, uh, and <laughs> you. Get, I often get. Did, did she I'm usually his... silly on. I would have to say, <laughs> but I do have my days where I'm silly off and having um, a really bad day. D- <laughs> Um, I think there's you could all you know she she hit it for six. Uh, I swear you there's... didn't know this much about cricket the last time we talked about it. See, here's the thing, right? I said as I was listening to the quiz, they they asked a question that was about the archers and cricket, and I I said aloud, I know 
probably more about the archers than I do about cricket, and yet somehow I know so many cricket sex jokes. <laughs> um, there's, cause, cause the you've got the. <laughs> I just looked up um cricket fielding positions to see if there are any more sexy materials in here. You have um first slip. Uh, which is obviously the first time you do it in the cricket shed. Then you've got second slip and third slip, uh, which, if you're lucky, will be the, the also happen the first time that you go in the cricket shed. Uh, and then you've got fly slip, which is when you're trying to get dressed <laughs> again and accidentally leave a little bit tucked out. And ooh! Um, and there is th- the, the third man, uh, which I don't know if that's the groundsman. I just made a keening noise like a broken animal. <laughs> Like, oh. <laughs> oh no! Silly point, silly mid on, and silly mid off. I have to ask, um, how much longer do you... straight fine leg? How much longer do you want to do this before before we have to talk about Philip Moss? How much longer do you want to talk put off talking about? Philip okay, Moss? so how many more of these fielding positions can I do? <laughs> I really don't want to do this. I just um... <laughs> something, something uh, up to bat. Let's move on. Oh, fine. <laughs> oh dear. Well, it was fun while it lasted, folks. That's all the the brevity and levity you're getting out of this show. Mm. So um... Philip Moss is in jail. Hooray! Oh yeah, it happened. Hooray! Did we? Did I? Has the whole court case played out then? Has he been sentenced? No, he's in jail, not prison. That's uh, uh, more or less an indistinguishable thing in in Britain, I think. But yeah, I guess I'm not so. Entirely sure, but it's I easier think, uh, to do. In America, jail is where you go before. I think you are we should have that distinction. I think it's a very helpful should, but... distinction. Well, we don't tend to put people in. Eh, that's not necessarily true. The legal system's oh, yeah. fucked up anyway. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so I would was, rather we have on... neither, but if we're going to have one of them, I'd like the distinction. So he he was out on, on bail, though. He so was, and now happened? he's in, in, in again. Yay. He's really trying it on. That's the main thing I want to talk about. Um, he's just completely unremorseful. For some reason, I felt like that wasn't a word. Remorseless. Remorseless, even. Yeah. (laughs) That was really funny. I was like, I know unremorseful isn't a word, but I'm going to say it anyway and immediately regret it. In remorseable. (laughs) Under remorseful. Anti remorse. De remorse. Uh, A remorse. Um, So it's. Did did he like break bail conditions or something? No, that no, no. Um, in, just a situation where clearly they gathered more evidence or something like that. Um, but he's inside okay. again. Um, I don't, I don't remember if it was. Did I say it was a bail situation before? Or did I just say he was out? I think. Well, you said he was not in prison, and yeah, I can't I remember if he was he bailed was out bail or, or if they just took him in for questioning and then released him. Um, I can't. Yeah, again, we have kind of a if he was arrested before system. or not. Because if you remember, um, the first time he went with the police, technically he was just being questioned for a civil civil disturbance. Um, mm-hmm. And then they went and picked up all of the evidence, and now he's properly uh, behind bars. Um, I can't, I can't imagine they'll put off the trial long. This kind of thing, they'd want to. Um, the only thing that they're waiting on is, as far as I can tell, they would just be waiting on seeing who's an accomplice. Before yeah, they do so that anything. was my next my next question was going to be last time we mentioned that Kirsty was being investigated. Yeah. So that's the big thing with her of... is that she almost got into a ton of trouble because she's become very obsessive, as you might imagine, and she was going out looking for the free lads 
the free homeless lads. So she was going out asking homeless people and going to shelters and meeting up with people trying to find them. Tom found this out, which is uh, Kirstie's ex. I don't know if this has come up, but he left her at the altar once. It's a whole thing. Sure. I don't think we mentioned that. but Tom, who is uh, Tom Archer um, and the brother of Kirstie's best friend, he found out and went and talked to her. And she basically convinced him instead into helping her find them, even though he kind of went to check on her. And then he told his wife, Natasha, about it. Welsh woman, remember, who I kind of hate. Yes. I always go, she makes me go back and forth on her episode to episode. It's quite impressive, to be honest. So he found he found this out, went to go tell Natasha and said, I don't think I'm actually going to go. And Natasha said, so what you're telling me is this woman who you've repeatedly let down um, asked you for help and you're just going to not show up. And he sort Damn. of went, Damn, when Natasha. you put it like that, it makes me Fucking sound burn. like the villain here. It's one of those situations where he's pretty much right in every single way for most of the stuff that's going on. But everyone's going, yeah, but you did leave her at the altar. And he's like, yeah, i got to yeah. admit, that makes all of my arguments sound a little off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that does kind of uh, ruin your, your point there. So, you may be right in not wanting to help this woman with her insane ideas. Natasha but... said, up yours to him. Went to go help Kirsty. Uh, kind of um, later sort of accuses him, saying... You think uh you think a man would be glad that his wife and his ex can get along? And I was like, Alright, Natash, calm down. Calm down. I don't think that's the situation here. So she goes to help uh Kirsty with this insane nonsense. So are they trying to find three of They're the They're trying to the find workers? Blake and the other two workers. Blake I is the okay. only one whose name I remember, or maybe is the only I name. I thought that's they'd been, been... I thought he had travelled somewhere to sell them doesn't on. know that. Oh, so that has happened, but... Yeah. But no one knows okay. that, because, I mean, Philip right. Philip wouldn't tell anyone that. Um, the only other person who knows that is Gavin, who I believe has turned himself in. They were a little unclear on that, but I believe he's turned himself in, and that might be why Philip was arrested. But we'll get back to that. Okay. So... She's going to do that with Natasha in tow. So Tom rings up Harrison, um, the local pig, and sorry, local cop. I only because I know that um you might think I was talking about an actual pig. <laughs> so Or a pig farmer. I didn't I yeah. wasn't entirely sure. Rings <laughs> up Harrison in the, in the vet, so and is just asking for advice. And Harrison's like, hang on. Hang on, sir. Repeat all of that. I've got to get my notepad. And Harrison goes to talk to Natasha and says, you know, you could be... It's a good thing that he did talk to me because you're interfering with an active investigation by doing this. Yeah, that isn't a great idea. Um, You're interfering and one of the people who's doing this is still being investigated as an accomplice to the crime. Maybe don't. Maybe don't. And then Natasha got angry at Tom. Tom said, well, it's a bloody good thing I did ring him because otherwise you might have gotten done for interfering with the police officers. Like. That's just, that's a whole mess. It's a whole mess. What you just described is a bunch of people doing things before they think about them. I might start feeling bad for Tom. Just because everyone can counter any one of his arguments by being like, yeah, but you did leave Kirstie at the altar a couple of years ago. <laughs> it's a shitty thing to do. I agree. <laughs> it's a bad thing. I'm going to go... I'm and gonna also, throw to my be fair, against... he has been repeatedly fucking up ever since then. Um, it's his curse. He's cursed. Oh, He's someone's cursed. ringing me. Hang on. Oh. Oh. Better be about the archers. Well, it's from Birmingham. It's 
It's I'm the BBC. A, oh no! I'm gonna not pick up. I, I won't pick up. I won't pick up. Ugh. I'm re- I I I got the. You know when you get the sense that it's something important. Oh. Ray, is that a is that a red dot? Uh, is that a red dot on your jumper. So. Yeah, I think that's everything with that. Yeah, Kirsty and Tom were fucking for a bit a while ago, and he sort of asked her if they wanted to go out again. This was before Natasha, and she was like, no. Was it before <laughs> Phil? Yeah, it was before Phil, and it was before Natasha. Okay. I mean, I don't have any negative feelings about cheating on Phil. Kirsty is very... um not okay. <laughs> Very not okay is certainly a way to describe a person. So there's two other small things as well to do with Philip. One was that uh, young Neil, or should I say old Neil, <laughs> and his wife yeah, Susan. Uh, yeah. Old Neil and his wife, old Susan, (laughs) they did an article with a reporter about the whole situation and really fucked up um, and got pull quoted because they were saying everyone in the village is a victim of this man who you know involved them in this in this trade and so of course I got been printed big headline local pig farmer thinks he is victim Uh, like good job dude well done good job man Uh, that was one thing and Philip before he got arrested again went around to go see Alistair and Jim kind of trying to beg Alistair's time and attention he's I really hate how well written Philip is he's just Guilt tripping everyone in every single way possible. Every single person he's interacted with favorably. He said, "I was there for you," and they're all saying, "Bit different." Yeah, he's bit well, different. He's, sir. This is what. Yeah, this is what this is what uh, conniving evil people do. Yeah, they, they, you know, they spend ages doing small, minor good things for people in mm. order to be able to kind of turn the tables and be like. Pull, pulling all their strings together and pulling in all those favors. Mm. So Jim did his classic magnificent scary old man thing, and he laid a verbal trap for Philip, where he got him to explain in his own words how he was a philanthropist, uh, basically to these men, Is and Jim... then was like, "That's what men are you like you do, don't you? You paint yourself as God, as a savior, swooping in, disable their problems." Well, I ate buying it and kicked him out of the house. It was real good. Um, Jim was working out some personal frustrations. Is Jim is Jim the guy that reads uh, reads it in the original Jim's Greek? The guy who reads it in the original Greek. Oh, so I. I he he also had a guest question on the uh oh. on the quiz. Mm-hmm. So it meant I get I got to hear Jim's voice and he was very good. Oh, yeah. Um Drampa. Can you guess can you guess what Jim's question was about? Birds. No? No, no. Oh. Oh no, the way More... you're talking makes it seem like it's going to be something I really don't like. <laughs> It might be. I don't know. It's uh, it was a question about philosophy. Oh no! Okay, I love that. It was um, the question was, uh, which which quote by Rene Descartes indicated that he may have been thinking of Ambridge when he said it. Oh wait! If I think, therefore I Ambridge. <laughs> Yes, I got it! Like the river Am. I got it as well. I was so proud of myself. (laughs) Oh my god. But then of course he had to say cogito ergo sum. Do it in the original Latin and then translate it. I think therefore I am bridge. (laughs) I often feel like that when I listen to the archers. I said to the (laughs) other day I was um, 
in a group chat with some people and I was I think Janet's Janet was there a bit um I was listening catching up on the final bits of the archers and I was playing um the splendor knockoff spendy uh online with strangers and uh playing like a tacky tacky board game while I listened to the archers I was like oh god it's like a Cornish holiday in 2008 <laughs> feel like it must be raining outside but it's dry <laughs> oh man it's uh gonna about yeah, to go on a I... about to go on a bike bike ride down the canal. Uh, this is all just for me to have said that that I I love Jim now. I'm I'm firmly in the Jim fan club. That that's great. I'm good. I'm glad to hear that. He won me over with his Rene Descartes joke. <laughs> Doesn't take uh, much, does it? Just a little. <laughs> not really. Um. So. Oh man, it's all so dark and serious. Uh yeah, that was the final the... thing. Actually, it was a bit of a bit of a philosoph- philosophical issue. Um, do you remember Shula? Shula. Yeah. Do you remember Shula? I. She's on I, my shit list. I don't. If the Shula fits. <laughs> oh, I might need a second to recover. Uh, wow. So Shula is trying to get ordained, which I probably told you about four or five episodes ago. Is that why she's on your shit list? (laughs) No, no. Um, She's on my shit list for a lot of reasons. Chiefly, I just really don't like her. But her getting ordained isn't. I think something like episode two or episode one, I, I said... Well, she's a Christian, and you said, "Oh, that's it." I'm remembering a conversation we had, episode two. Oh my god! Where I said she's master of the hunt, far. and she's a Christian, and you said, "I don't think those two things are equal." <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> no, me I too. I wasn't one comparing of them at the is... time. <laughs> I stand by that one of those things is worse than the other. Which and I one? Will not... I will not Which provide one? further information. <laughs> Which one? Only only the Pope can say. Only God knows. <laughs> and he'll never say. So He's been awfully quiet recently. Philip rang her from jail. And he used his one phone call to ring the priest to ask for forgiveness. Basically, yeah. He oh he got her to visit him. And she realised he give, wasn't give asking for forgiveness at all, rights. actually. Oh, he was just trying to bollocks. get... He's just trying to drag people down with him, really. Um, you know, desperate people. Titanic, Tiger, Life of Pi, something something. I don't know. Huh. Trying to think of the Do appropriate metaphor. Do you think that metaphor. the tiger tried to kill that boy so that he could have someone come down with him? Well, I thought it was all a metaphor, anyway. It was a Shamalian one, wasn't it? I don't, I don't remember. Thought the tiger was him. Wasn't the tiger the him? Tiger, he was the tiger. The ti- I think the tiger was Edward Norton. <laughs> uh, and they made soap. <laughs> yeah, I remember that happening. I distinctly and remember that happening. And then she threw the necklace into the ocean. Yeah, and then, uh, and then the and then an the crabs lady. the crabs blew up a Wall Street, um, a, you know Wall Street building. Yeah, I remember. So, so many he, mixed <laughs> he's chancing with her. He's he's having a go. Um, he does the whole. She says, "Have you been praying at all?" Because he's got her there on on false pretenses. Um, False priest. He says, "Yeah, yeah, I have been praying." And she goes for forgiveness, and he says, "Of, I've got nothing. I've got nothing to apologize for." It's like, love this conversation. I yeah, I do remember the bit in in the Bible where Jesus uh, tells the slaver that he has nothing to 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 uh, to apologize for, and it was all a big misunderstanding. Mm, yep. 
I remember it was just after Jesus flipped those tables in the temple and then apologized to the casino owners. And Jesus said, it, it is all right if you do not pay them for their labor, as long as you buy them an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I distinctly remember that. So last last episode, we got in trouble with the royal family. This episode, we get in trouble with the Catholic Church. <laughs> Um. Well, what are we saying? The Next Catholic episode... Church has some kind of problem with Xboxes. <laughs> yeah, they're more of exactly a they're more I'm of saying. a PS. They're more of a PS kind yeah, of they're, they're Sony cronies. <laughs> Those guys are Sony cronies. True, true. In the console wars, it's a very Protestant Catholic split between. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther came down and swore by Microsoft. Uh... He he nailed. No, no, no. It would be the other way. It nailed it. Nail to the door. 99, uh, 95 plus one, uh, PS2 only. This house. Wait, we're on PS5 now. Is that, do I remember that yes, correctly? We're on PS5. That is correct. I, um, I saw that whole joke thing about, um, giant, uh, giant PS6, uh, giant lady from Resident Evil, and that they were going to be the same, same size, but apparently that's they not are, true. Yeah, they're the same quite size. disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> memes. Uh, I understand memes of the I youth culture. I feel like you're you would be you would be intrigued by the giant lady from Resident Evil. Seems like you're sort of <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Called it. I <laughs> actually I'm partly joking. We could get I could get into a whole rant in my fascination with the culture surrounding her. I've actually honestly become more interested in the social phenomena than I have in the big the, the big chested woman herself. Why'd you just have to why do you have to turn my funny goof about you thirsting over a big titty lady into a an anthropological study, Ray? Um <laughs> Just let me have my goofs. Why does the sun <laughs> shine? Why does the moon sh only show up at night? Why does Ray take something way too seriously? Oh, okay. These are all universal truths, I, I realise. Janet says we only have five minutes. Do we talk about the arches or do we talk about big tits? It's a constant question <laughs> I have. <laughs> Who has the biggest tits in Ambridge? Uh <laughs> oh, gosh. If I had um, to guess, hmm, what's her name? Give me a sec. Continue. Oh God, I I, I would guess Pat Archer, but don't hold me to that. <laughs> Is she like ninety? No. Oh okay. Also, being ninety do doesn't preclude your ability to have big tits. In fact, it's <laughs> quite the I'm... opposite. <laughs> um. Okay, no, what were we talking about? Oh, Jesus and the slaver. Yes, so, so she, goes she to, eventually she goes left having prison. regretted the whole thing quite a bit, going to see him. Um, and she told uh, Elizabeth this, uh, which is her sister. And Elizabeth was furious at her for having gone to see her. Because if you, I don't know if you can recall this much information, but Elizabeth is Freddie's mum. And Freddie was one of the people who was caught in the explosion. Arrested for selling drugs. Yes. And he was, he saved Linda from the explosion. Oh, he got exploded too. He got exploded, yeah. Um, yeah, I recall. So Elizabeth has you know a lot of reason to hate philip moss because that explosion yeah, really is does, his fault her, her, in the end yeah uh and had a huge blowout with shula eventually freddie convinced them both to make up because okay the the archers did something i i really hate and i'm going to explain around it first for the um, first time ever freddie said he understood why Shula had gone to see him. Prison is a really miserable place. Um, and he ha gives a lot of room to Shula and the whole Christian duty thing. And he says, I know it's nothing to do with me. That's just what your religion dictates. 
Uh, and if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. He also maybe slightly said something about how in some ways he'd done the same thing because his drug dealing was preying on vulnerable people. And the show was kind of quick to dismiss that, but I also sort of thought, please don't bring that up at all. Please don't compare these two things. Are these two, Please these stop two going things... out of your way to make drug dealing more than it is. It's a, it's a terrible thing. It, it causes a lot of problems, but I'm really, really bored with selling, the way that the archers talks about drug dealing. Pills. He was selling pills to school kids, right? Yeah, very different. Slightly, slightly. Because the argument Shula had against it beings. was, you were young and naive, and I'm like, no. The argument I would give is that he sold a couple of pills to school kids. He did fuck up. Yeah, he didn't. But but he didn't buy and sell human beings. Yeah, yeah. So maybe those things aren't comparable. Oh wow, what a great, I what a great message for us all to take away. I don't think the they meant anything month. by it, but it was just such a messy comparison, and the it. It's the worst of the archers apples and oranging technique, whereas they talk about almost every single problem by someone saying something ridiculous, then someone else goes, that's ridiculous, and they go, I know, I know, and they have that conversation four times a week, and it makes me want to blow my bloody brains out. It's 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 not a real conversation. The, you're not making you're not making archers. progress with that conversation. No. But it's the archers two sides thing that we always come back it's to. It's not even the two sides could... thing. It's just someone saying something they don't really think. <laughs> Lots of people do that. Yeah, I know. I can still hate it though, can't I? Yeah, no, I hate it in real people too. Uh <laughs> And people anything, say immediately say, yeah, I dialogue. don't mean that. And I'm like, yeah, you yeah. don't. Think then before don't you speak, scrub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only Could only have been written by the same people who bring you 30-year out-of-date extra sausage pizza jokes. I did it. I came full circle. I got back to a joke. Yeah. Let's end it there. Woohoo! Uh, so anyway, a bunch of other stuff happened that was nothing to do with slavery, but we've run out of time. Oh god, you mean we could have spent this hour talking about things that weren't to do with slavery? How dare you? Yeah, well, glutton for punishment, aren't I? Oh my god. It's clearly making me listen to that quiz. Okay, well, hopefully... Hopefully we they give Philip Moss to... the death penalty. Bring it back in the arches just for him. I think that's the answer. Hang on. <laughs> It'll be something for them to have a lovely conversation about. I don't really mean that. I don't really mean we should blast his <laughs> testicles into space. <laughs> I think they should kill that Philip Moss. You can't possibly mean that. You're right, I don't. <laughs> Well, um, I think we should put him in a big pit and laugh at him. <laughs> I do, but I do mean that. We should all laugh at the moss pit. Well, if we're both in agreement, I guess that's the plot for the next week sorted. A moss pit is like a mosh pit, <laughs> except it's Philip Moss in the middle and a bunch of metal heads all jam into him from every side. Yeah, sounds good. Great. Well, uh, I'll go and make the arrangements. I'll go and contact all my hard punk rock friends that I have. Uh, and uh, we'll report back to you uh, with the results, the lab tests, etc. Of our moss. You can stop, it's fine. Exclusion. No one's asking you to keep this going. Uh, <laughs> no one's asked me to make any of the comments I've made, but I stand by every one of them from this episode. I'm just saying this on a gun a to your wrong. head, so don't feel like you're under any pressure. Uh, so while we continue honourably through the muddy mires of Borsetshire, you, dearest, dearest listener, my sweetest, dearest friend, All right. are free to... Leave. I'm free on Friday night. You can go. <laughs> you can... <laughs> Let's get a big sausage uh... pizza. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Meet me in the cricket sheds. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please, uh, please. Uh, t d you know what? This month, don't tell your friends about this show. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies 
that they'll really love our show because we'll take all we'll take all comers that's not true i don't want some people listening to this show specifically my grandparents uh but uh yeah no do do tell someone about the show that would be great follow us on the social media uh specifically twitter at atn underscore podcast i remembered and uh until next time we speak to you i will be waiting (laughs) cigarette in hand outside the cricket sheds uh yeah but i think what alex said i want to say what alex said um I've been Ray, and make sure you shut the gate, or those cows, they might break catechism, uh, bear false witness, possibly not practice the Christian virtue of forgiveness. Who knows? They could get up to all sorts if they're out of church on Sunday. Bye! Bye! Bye.